Welcome to episode 30 of the 3M Fear podcast. Would you ever buy a house with a dark secret knowing its history? Rob and Vicky Graves purchased Fox Hollow Farm, excited to start a new chapter in their lives. They were eager to settle into this new home. However, almost immediately after moving in, strange occurrences began to take place. The story of Fox Hollow Farm begins in the early 2000s in Hamilton County, Indiana. The sprawling estate had a history that went back several decades. But it was the events of the last few years that had made it infamous. It all started with the purchase of the property by Herb Baumeister, a successful businessman and entrepreneur. Herb purchased the property in 1988. Herb had made his fortune by running a chain of thrift stores and he was well known for his charming personality and affable demeanor. On the surface, he appeared to be a successful businessman and a family man. But beneath the surface, he struggled with his sexuality, mental health issues and also had a dark secret life. Herb had a fascination with death and the macabre. He would often visit gay bars and pick up men, many of whom would later disappear without a trace. The bodies of several young men were later found buried under his property. But before Herb could be brought to trial, he committed suicide in 1996 by shooting himself in the head. The property was later sold to a new owner who quickly discovered that the estate was haunted. Strange occurrences and supernatural phenomena plague the new owner and many believe that there are several restless spirits still roaming the grounds of Fox Hollow Farm. Hello and welcome to the 3 AM Fear podcast. I'm Nikita Ferrao, mystery and thriller author. On this podcast, I talk about real crimes and real people. Due to the graphic nature of some of this content, listener discretion is advised. You can find the episode show notes on my website 3amfear.com. Let's get started. You can check out the book The Haunting of Fox Hollow Farm which was written by Richard Estep and Robert Graves. Richard Estep is a paranormal investigator and you will hear the story of Robert Graves in this episode. Now Robert Graves is said to be one of the persons who lived in Fox Hollow Farm and had the chance to experience some of this paranormal phenomena. The Haunting of Fox Hollow Farm will be divided into two episodes. The first will narrate the story of Rob and Vicky Graves who purchased this property a decade after Herb Baumeister killed himself. And in the second episode we'll go through the story of Herb Baumeister. A decade after Herb Baumeister killed himself, new owners Rob and Vicky Graves purchased Fox Hollow Farm. excited to start a new chapter in their lives they were eager to settle into this new home however 
almost immediately after moving in strange occurrences began to take place in 2006 rob and wiki graves had enough of the fast paced city life and decided to escape to the suburban indiana they wanted a place where they could relax and enjoy a slower pace of life they began looking for properties in the nicer suburbs of indiana and stumbled across a listing for a property called fox hollow farm the sprawling estate was listed at an unbelievably cheap price and the graves were intrigued they contacted a real estate agent who agreed to give them a tour of the property although it seemed too good to be true they decided to keep an open mind and see the property for themselves when they first arrived at fox hollow farm they were immediately struck with its beauty the property was everything they had been looking for a sprawling estate with plenty of space for their family to spread out and relax rob and wiki were strolling around the property that the real estate agent had brought them to see as they walked they started discussing about the house and the land that is sat on but as they continued rob began to notice something peculiar about the place suddenly he stopped in his tracks and a look of realization spread across his face i think i've heard of this place on tv before he said to wiki who looked at him equally puzzled this could actually be the home of one of the most notorious serial killers in indiana's history her bowmeister rob continued wiki's eyes widened in shock as rob explained what exactly he remembered about herb he had heard the name fox hollow farm on a true crime show and the pieces were falling in place this was the exact same property where herb bomeister committed his crimes rob quickly interrupted the real estate agent and asked if this exact property belonged to herb bomeister the agent confirmed his suspicion the real estate agent knew that the couple would eventually ask about the property the agent took a deep breath before giving them an answer they were expecting the agent said quote in the 90s an investor purchased this property after a tragedy had occurred a man named herb bomeister had lived here and killed almost two dozen young men burying them in this property end quote the agent further went on to say that the investor had completely gutted the estate removed any remnants of what it used to look like despite its beauty and great condition no one was willing to purchase the home because of its history investigators were still finding pieces of bone on the property and they weren't sure exactly how many victims were there The property had also become kind of a spooky place to live. People believed that there were ghosts around. The couple's faces showed their shock and horror at the revelation. The agent finished the explanation by stating, "Quote, that's why the price is so low. The property is beautiful and well kept, but no one wants to be here because of the history." End quote. The agent noticed the couple's discomfort upon hearing the history of the property. 
quote, Why don't you and your wife just go talk about it? We can leave if you guys aren't comfortable with this. End quote. He suggested. Despite their initial hesitation, the couple ultimately decided to buy the property. A couple of weeks later, Rob, Vicky and their two teenage sons moved into Fox Hollow Farm. They loved their new home and especially enjoyed the swimming pool. But their sons had a habit of running around outside. They would track in dirt and gravel into the pool. One day, while vacuuming the mess, Vicky's vacuum suddenly stopped working. The power cord had come undone from the outlet. Assuming she had accidentally yanked the cord out, Vicky plugged it back in. But as she started vacuuming again, the cord came undone once more. This time, she noticed something strange. The plug didn't look like it had been pulled out. In fact, it looked like someone had deliberately disconnected it. As she continued to vacuum, Vicky kept an eye on the outlet, checking to see if the connection was stable. Suddenly, she saw the power cord pop out once again. This time, it didn't simply fall on the ground. It shot out of the socket with a force that startled her, as if there was a surge of electricity that caused it. Shocked, Vicky dropped the vacuum and left wondering what could have happened. At the car dealership where Rob worked, he had an employee named Joe who was constantly late. One day, Rob confronted Joe about why was he always late. Joe said that he lived over an hour away and was struggling to make it to work on time. Rob offered to rent out an apartment that was attached to his residence at Fox Hollow Farm, which had been vacant to Joe. Joe was interested in this offer, and few days later, Rob helped Joe move in. They spent the entire day moving Joe's belongings into the apartment, and Joe was left exhausted by the end. With only his dog Fred for company, Joe went to bed and quickly fell asleep. That night, turned out to be a nightmare for Joe. He had a dream that someone was chasing him and he woke up in panic. Half asleep, he jumped out of bed and started running around the apartment trying to escape. He banged the door frame and knocked over a glass, cutting his hand pretty badly. When he finally came to, he was disoriented and confused, wondering what had just happened? A couple of days later, Vicky came home and found Rob painting on the side of the house. As they admired the beauty of the house, Vicky noticed a man standing on the edge of their property, wearing a red t-shirt. The man was just standing there, looking at the property. As Vicky looked at him, he turned around and walked away, disappearing into the forest. She was startled by the man's sudden appearance and disappearance. But before she could say anything to Rob, the man was gone. She couldn't shake this feeling that something was not right. She just couldn't put a finger on it. She immediately called out to Rob, 
telling him what she had just seen. Rob tried to calm her down, reminding her that they were living in the house that belonged to a killer once and that people were bound to come and check out who was living there now. They walked over to where Vicky had earlier seen the man, but no one was there. Later that night, Joe was doing his dishes in his apartment when he heard a knock on the door. With wet hands, he called out for the person to wait a moment. As he dried his hands, the knocking grew louder and more aggressive. When he finally opened the door, no one was there. He was immediately on guard, wondering if someone was there on the roof or maybe hiding. He stepped out onto the front steps, looking around for any signs of a prankster or burglar. But he found none. As he went back into the apartment, he shut the door and out of the corner of his eye, he saw a man in his bedroom, just walking past the door frame. It startled him and his dog started growling, looking in the direction of the bedroom. He cautiously walked over and looked into the bedroom, but there was nothing there. He flipped on all the lights and searched the room, trying to figure out what was going on. He was scared to death. As Joe had recently moved into this apartment, he had developed a habit of taking his dog, Fred, for a walk along the well-lit driveway in the evenings. But after this unsettling experience of hearing the knocking on the door and then seeing this man in his bedroom, he decided to forego the walk with his dog and instead clear his head. He thought that maybe he could swing by Rob and Vicky's house to see if the lights were on. This could indicate that maybe it was one of them knocking and maybe they thought that he was busy and left. As he approached their house, he noticed that it was completely dark, indicating that they had fallen asleep. Just then, his dog stopped in its track, sensing something was amiss. Fred broke free from the leash and ran towards the tree line. Joe watched as his furry companion disappeared into the darkness. Before he could react, he saw a man in a red shirt at the edge of the forest. The man had his back towards Joe and was walking into the woods. Joe watched as the man in red vanished into the forest and he felt a chill run down his spine. Joe had to save his dog. He ran towards the woods following Fred's barks. As he ran, he realized that the man in red had disappeared. Fred was no longer barking and when Joe found him, the dog was cowering and facing away from him. Joe turned to look back at him and to his horror, there was the man standing right there, staring at him. Joe was terrified and froze in fear for a few seconds before he turned around and ran as fast as he could. Fred followed closely behind and they both ran back into Joe's apartment where they locked the door and closed the blinds. Joe sat there panting and sweating, wondering what had just happened. 
he couldn't shake off the image of that man in red standing there staring at him joe spent the entire night checking his windows and looking outside unsure of what he had seen was that real or a figment of his imagination he had experienced a strange sequence of events from the knocking on the door to the ghostly figure in his apartment and now this man in red the next morning joe finally mustered the courage to tell rob and wiki about his strange encounter he recounted the details of the previous night including the man in red that he had seen in the streets as he spoke wiki's demeanor grew increasingly emotional quote i saw a man in red too end quote she said pointing to the same area where joe had described this man quote right over there what's going on end quote she asked joe was on the edge that night after all the terrifying events that had happened he was listening intently for any strange noises coming from the outside he decided not to go on this usual walk suddenly there was a loud knocking on the door joe yelled out asking who was there but he received no answer the knocking continued the knocker on the door visibly shaking from the force joe cautiously opened the door but found no one he looked at the knocker which was perpendicular to the ground as if someone was holding it up but there was no one there suddenly the knocker swung down hitting the door one last time joe quickly slammed the door shut and locked it feeling absolutely petrified as he stood there he could hear the door knob slowly turning he watched in horror as it twisted all the way over into the open position even though the door was locked there was a silence for a moment before the door suddenly burst open the lock breaking with its force joe was shaking with fear his heart racing he had no idea what was happening but he knew he needed to tell rob and wiki he quickly ran out of his apartment to see who was doing this but there was no one in sight as he turned around to look back at his apartment he saw a man in white who was soaked from head to toe screaming and running towards him the man ran past him and vanished into thin air joe quickly grabbed his dog and raced to wiki and rob's apartment to tell them what was happening the couple were equally frightened by joe's experience they convinced themselves that the ghost that they were dealing with had to be her bormeister's victims perhaps they were trapped in the house and were having their lives snuffed out by him they believed that the man in white that joe saw was a victim who possibly had escaped from her bormeister they knew that they needed a story to make sense of what was happening to them the situation was currently impossible to understand 
they went online and started researching the case and that's when they came across the images of her bombmeister's victims as they scrolled through the pictures joe suddenly stopped on one and exclaimed quote that's the guy that was in my apartment it looks exactly like the guy that was soaking wet screaming that ran out of my apartment end quote this confirmed to them that the entity that they were experiencing was the spirit of one of her bombmeister's victims they felt scared but also reassured that they had identified the issue the trio started aggressively researching the bombmeister case and soon discovered that there were likely more than one victim here this only lent more credibility to the idea that the property was haunted by victims of her bombmeister and we know exactly how many victims were there hundreds of them after a few days of relative quiet joe decided to take a walk in the woods this is the same area where wiki had seen the man in red a few days earlier joe said that he was just going for a walk with his dog and he set off in the direction of the woods as he walked along the trail he spotted something laying to the ground almost directly in his path it was a human femur bone just sitting there among the leaves joe was shocked how could this bone have gone unnoticed during the extensive searches of the property it seemed to him like someone had left it there for him to find he couldn't shake this feeling that the man in red whom they believe was the victim of her bombmeister had kept this bone there for him to find joe rob and wiki all believed that the bone is from another victim and it was yet to be identified they thought that it might belong to the man in red they decided to call the lead detective from the bombmeister case and tell him what they had found the bone was then submitted for forensic analysis and taken in as evidence rob wanted to get a better understanding of the property and where they had found the bone so he reached out to the lead investigator of the bombmeister case he asked if the investigator was willing to visit the property and explain what tragedies had occurred and where were the victims buried the investigator agreed and soon arrived at the property he showed rob joe and wiki the area where bombmeister had lured his young men to come in swimming the same area where he would strangle them to death the swimming pool was adorned with mannequins dressed in party outfits a disturbing detail that added to the eerie atmosphere the investigator then explained that a majority of the killings had taken place in the swimming pool area Bombmeister's victims had met their gruesome end right there. The mannequins were a chilling reminder of the twisted mind of a psychopath. As they listened to the investigator's account, the three couldn't help but feel a sense of horror and unease. It was the end of a hard day. Joe had just settled into his apartment after a long day of work. He sat down on his computer to catch up with some work but his focus was interrupted by a strange sound 
he heard a metallic scraping coming from the kitchen he got up and headed towards the source of the sound as he reached the kitchen he found that all the knives that were usually in his butcher's block were now lined up neatly in the bottom of his sink joe was confused he knew that he hadn't put them there he turned to go back to his workstation but noticed fresh cut marks on the island in front of him there were quite a few of them and they looked like they were made by a knife joe immediately thought of the victims of the serial killer he had earlier been researching about them and also the inspector had told him a lot joe decided to record a voice memo on his iphone hoping to capture any sounds or voices that might be present in the room he turned off the tv and ac to ensure that the recording would be clear he then started asking questions to the room hoping to get some answers about what happened there he asked if anyone was there but there was only silence when he asked who had been in the kitchen his dog started growling which made him feel even more uneasy he took the phone back to his computer and downloaded the audio file as joe listened to the audio file he had just recorded he was stunned by what he had just heard after asking if there was anyone in the kitchen he had received a response who keeps walking in the kitchen who's in the kitchen the voice said quote the married one end quote this was confusing because every single victim of her bombmeister was not married was single as he sifted through the case files he discovered that the only person who was married in all these murders was none other than her bombmeister himself joe couldn't believe it he realized that it was not the victims who were haunting the property but her bombmeister himself the discovery sent chills down his spine and he couldn't help but wonder what other secrets the property held despite the fear he felt he was determined to uncover the truth the truth about what happened on that land he knew he had stumbled onto something significant and he was determined to get to the bottom of it with this we come to the end of part 1 of the haunting of fox hollow farm in the next episode i'll take you back to the story of her bombmeister and what happened to him when i came across the book the haunting of fox hollow farm that's when i came to know about her bombmeister this episode is a complete recap of that book i'm of course not going to narrate every single thing in the book but i'm sure you got the idea of what happened to the three who lived in this house unfortunately after her bombmeister died i will link the book in the description you can always check it out it has a lot more information than what's there in this episode thank you so much for tuning into this episode if you enjoyed it please leave a rating and review on apple podcasts or your preferred platform it really helps me reach new listeners if you have a true crime story or a case that you'd like me to cover on a future episode 
please send in an email i'll link it in the description i'd love to hear from you don't forget to subscribe to the 3am fear podcast so you do not miss any future episodes you can find my youtube and social media links in the description box so you're always updated on what i'm up if you love thrillers i have a free thriller ebook listed in the description do check it out until then stay kind and stay safe out there see you next week